Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So this is part two of my episode, Emotional Abuse. And just as a side, I label episodes part one and part two when I have more to say, uh, since my podcast is only about 10 to 15 minutes and I purposely keep it short because who's got the time? And um, I also run out of things to say because I I birdwalk a lot. So um, I know in order to keep it straight, to the point in order to keep it where I feel like, okay, this is, uh, I have something to say and let's stay on track. I got to keep it uh, 10 or 15 minutes. So part two of emotional abuse is going to be about trauma bonding. Now trauma bonding is a, um, it seems to be a really popular word right now. Lots of memes about it and stuff on the internet. And I know why it's popular. It's really interesting. I mean, it's, it's very dramatic. It, and then you wonder when you hear it, if you have it right, because, um, Everyone has a version of or have, has experienced some kind of form of trauma growing up. You know, no no child enters enters adulthood unscarred. And people think trauma is like sexual assault. People think trauma is, you know, um, it's from war. And, and yes, of course. But trauma is like, I, I have trauma from um, when I bought a box of bricks for $600 thinking it was a laptop, um, it was traumatic for me. And it, it, it was because of the circumstances and how I got the money. And I, I like I was young and I begged my mom for it. And I thought, um, this is when laptops were brand new. I, I think I was in my early 20s. And um, when, I, when I came back home with a box of bricks, I mean, what was traumatic is how stupid I felt and the shame and all of that after begging my mom for the $600, which she didn't have. And so that experience um, to someone else may not be traumatic, but due to the circumstances, uh, they were tra- that was kind of traumatic for me, right? So when we talk about trauma bonding, um, it it doesn't mean that you were uh, had uh, like intense abuse physical abuse emotional abuse it doesn't necessarily mean that you had you know sexual abuse um so i want to kind of bring trauma bonding to um street level in a nutshell it's basically i love you get away it's that intermittent repetitive um but inconsistent uh reward and punishment it, and it creates that dynamic so here's the thing when when you want something and someone gives you a little bit of what you want and takes it away you naturally want more of it right like if you're a kid if you give a kid a a lollipop or ice cream and the kid tastes it and and you give a kid a few bites and then you take it away uh the kid's gonna be a lot more upset than if the kid never got the ice cream in the first place, right? It's 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 tasting it, it's it's having the um, dopamine and and feeling the love and all that and that that being inconsistent, that being taken from you and then given back, right? It's very confusing. And so, usually in childhood, many of us have experienced some form of this, you know, and it, it could be extreme or not. And because of that. Oops, sorry. It wires us a certain way. And 
that wiring we try to um, trace. It smells familiar. It's what we know. It's what we define as love. And so as adults, we chase after that feeling that and it's not even i think a logical thing right it's a uh, uh, an undercurrent it's subconscious it's this um magnetic magnetic draw and there's a lot of relationship dynamics you know there's a uh, um avoidant and and um anxious there's the uh you know the the addict and the alanon there's a lot of dynamics that that i call very sticky and Trauma bonding exists in, in a lot of these dynamics, uh, obviously in, in emotional abuse, because part of an emotional abuse is um, the abuse, and then you know the um, the uh, the I'm sorry, and then you you make up, and then the abuse happens again, right? That that whole cycle, and and the longer you stay in that, um, the stronger the trauma bond, right? So here's what's interesting: we grow up, and because of our uh, past trauma because of um, maybe our parents or because uh, we've had relationships where the love was inconsistent or conditional. Um, we are wired this way. And so when we grow up, we, we kind of gravitate toward this inconsistency, right? We gravitate toward people who um, are hot and cold, are uh, modeling this this kind of trauma uh, that we've experienced before in the past. And then so this bond is created and we don't realize that it is a trauma bond. What we think it is, is chemistry. And I think a lot of people, uh, and this is why, you, you know, a lot of people uh, fall into relationships and the pattern is the same. And the only thing that changes is, is, is the faces. And, and that's because um, they're falling into the same patterns, right? Just with different people, you know, um, they're gravitating toward that uh, trauma bond. We'll be right back after this brief message. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Listen, make 2020 a year where you can explore new skills, deepening existing passions, and get lost in creativity. I talk a lot about creativity and the power of creativity and how that mindset opens you wide for amazing things to happen. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. So much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. I've used Skillshare to learn how to podcast better. I've used Skillshare to learn how to blog better. I've used Skillshare to execute structure in my content. I'm going to right now give you two months free. Just go to Skillshare.com forward slash angry. Skillshare.com forward slash angry for two months of Skillshare absolutely for free. This is a year that you can exercise your creativity muscles. You have absolutely no more excuses. Go check out Skillshare. So what do you do uh, if you are aware of this? And by the way, the reason why I said that you may have it and you don't know, I'm not like, I'm not trying to scare you or anything. Uh, it may be subtle, right? Like we've all experienced, let me ask you this. Have you experienced, um, let's say uh, at one summer, someone was your best friend, maybe when you were younger. And then when school started, that person ignored you, right? That That's kind of a form of that I love you get away. Or maybe you were with uh, someone in your 20s and that person, uh, you were just dating that person. Maybe it wasn't even a relationship, but that person that person was a narcissist and um, there was that pattern of him winning you back and then, you know, it not working out and then winning you back, you know, maybe that cycle. 
Um, or maybe you were just uh, with someone who was uh, ambivalent and was just very hot and cold in your 30s, you know, and that, that's a mild version of it. So it doesn't mean that you were uh, in an abusive uh, relationship or grew up in an abusive house and, and then you, you know, I mean, it could mean that, but I, I think we've all had, had some version of, of, of a trauma, trauma bonding or traumatic experience with that intermittent punishment reward. And a lot of us um, maybe experienced it a little bit and didn't affect us. And, and for some of us, it completely wires us a certain way, right? And the thing about trauma is that it's not like a blanket um, experience for everyone. So uh, take two people. They both go to Iraq or went to war. And uh, one person comes back completely different with a lot of PTSD. And the other person comes back fine and is able to um, transition back into uh, society. And it, it, they might have had the exact same experience, right? So, and also with uh, sexual abuse, you know, uh, some some people uh, have had sexual abuse and it's completely affected their lives and uh, intimacy and their uh, relationship with their body and other people, uh, not so much. So it, it varies, you know, and with the with trauma bonding, you could have had uh, some traumatic experiences and it, it would just left some really deep imprints and that's the road you went down. And then so you're attracted to chaos and hot and cold and, you know, all of all of the things that um, may define, quote unquote, a, a bad boy um, or a girl, bad girl, um, woman. And, you know, and you, you know how those relationships work out. Right. Or you may have. Uh, had the, the traumatic experience and maybe your relationships have generally been healthy, but maybe you feel the tug, right? And so it doesn't matter um, what level or uh, what you've, what it doesn't matter what you've experienced um, and how you've interpreted it. it. What matters is where you're at today, you know, and how it impacts your relationships today. And you could look back and look at the patterns of your relationships, um, and which is great, you know, information and knowledge. But what, what matters is what you do with it, right? What do you do with that information? What do you do now? So one is being aware, being aware of when you feel that tug, that undercurrent, um, and then your behavior, what are you doing because of that? You know, uh, I think it's great to evaluate where attraction is coming from and a lot of people just think that attraction is attraction and i feel it and so it's good uh there can be unhealthy attraction i think that sometimes when things are very uh lightning in the bottle and this is something that i i've just kind of learned in the last couple of years um i think it could come from dysfunction you know i almost don't trust it um, i think relationships are built and it's a daily choice um it's not just um you don't you don't relationships don't thrive on that hot feeling right uh that honeymoon stage that dopamine so being aware of that tug how strong that is and then with that awareness because that this is where the road can fork um choosing different right being aware of that uh choosing something different a different experience a different relationship a different person um, a different mindset a different way into loving someone uh, and by doing so, it's going to be uncomfortable, you know, because you're not used to it because it feels um, unfamiliar. And you may label it as boring. You may label it as, oh, the chemistry is not there. Uh, and then by doing so, you may check out and suddenly you jump into something else 
with that trauma bond or with, uh, some we jump in another relationship with someone else who, who has that trauma bond and then suddenly you're repeating the same pattern. So being aware and then executing by making different choices, hence creating uh, a new love experience. And then you sit in that and shit's going to come up and you sit with it and you process it. Uh, and this is what the work's about, you know, and, and when you do long enough, you start to change. And, uh, you know, I talk a lot about uh, your love buds changing. You start to change and what, what you used to be attracted to starts to repel you. And I think that's one of the greatest signs that you have changed, right? There's a secondary change, change that's irreversible. Um, it's a great feeling because then you, you kind of feel like, oh, my God, I'm, like I'm different, you know? So trauma bonds is just one of maybe it's the B side of this box set under unhealthy um, relationships. Uh, the all stars are uh, codependency, you know, um, uh, enmeshment, um, narcissism. You know, I mean, it, it's going to be different for for everyone, right? Depending on your story, but uh, uh, trauma bonds are definitely something. Um, that I think there's more people are, are talking about more. And so, um, again, be aware of the undercurrent, be aware of the bond that has been created by the trauma in your life. Once you are aware, um, making different choices, giving yourself different experiences while you do that processing, you know, it's not just about, uh, making decisions because that's really hard to do. You're going to be shaken. You got to process and under understand yourself where it's coming from and why. And that understanding is going to be what heals you. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development. ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class. There is so much noise out there, especially when it comes to self-betterment, and that's why I created TAT Text. Now, a lot of people are using texting to uh, promote things, and it's kind of like a digital flyer, but I'm actually using texting as a mental program. It's like the program you uh, get at the gym, but this is for your mental and emotional state. So every week there's a different topic. One week we may be relationships, the next week uh, codependency, next week dating, etc. And at the end of the week, you get a private link to a Google Doc that takes you deeper. And that doc is like six to nine pages and it's a lot of how-to, right? It's not just information, but it's like, what do we do with this information? So if you want to wake up with something that is going to reposition your mindset and set you up for a day that you can maneuver in the best version of yourself, come check out my text. You could get them at theangrytherapist.com or on my Instagram at theangrytherapist. See you in your phone.